So every once in a while on Instagram, I'll get tagged in some like Malaysian wedding pictures or something. Oh, that's cool. something and then they just tag me because they think they're that person we decided that today was also the first day of season two if you want to put this out as 10 and then just start i've already put up a post on facebook and instagram saying that was the official start of season two <laughs> <laughs> so i guess we're starting season two tonight yeah uh what, congratulations yeah good job guys I saw a guy who has a twin and in his phone he has them labeled as spare parts <laughs> <laughs> nice. thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Let's see, too. On my son's oh. phone, I put, you know, mom under mom, and my number is under, you better answer this phone call. Pick it up or die. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's about 50-50. Someone asked to join Solosec Motorsports. Oh, yep, I see that. Who, Who's, who, who can approve it first? Uh, probably you, because I don't have a good service in here. Cause, yep, I already approved it. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> good old Subaru parts. That group's basically a dead group. I don't know why we made it. I think it was a split out the the people who actually the yeah. motorsport yeah. stuff, hence yeah. the name versus yeah. the. You know that there's a. My uh, compression is 130, 130, 130, 70. Is that a problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do have actually a Solasec uh, motorsports uh, cart team, by the way. Really? Yep. We only raced one race, <laughs> but we came in second. Good job. Yeah. A pretty good job. There was an endurance kart race at NOLA Motorsports Park probably almost two years ago now. Yeah. So it was me and my buddy Matt and Dex who did the uh, endurance race. Knocked it, it out of the park. It was, it was fun. Three hours, though. That's a lot of time. It's a long time. In a, ten minutes is a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a solo endurance race shortly thereafter, which was 45 minutes. Came in first. Just saying. Ciao. Yeah. Yeah. I was back in the day. I got other stuff to do now. I am uh, ruthless out on that track. <laughs> you have to be. It's like bumper cars out there sometimes. I'd be driving along and then all of a sudden there's somebody just like right there. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm like, it's I not can't. really a gap, bro. <laughs> no. You know, I'm like less than a cart width from yeah. the curb mm-hmm. and I'm pointing at the curb. Mm-hmm. You can't really take the gap. If there's no gap, mm-hmm. like yeah. you're you're in my line, bro. You <laughs> got to get out of the way. Yeah, that's exactly it. I was terrible at that. I was racing um, in the league races, and we came down the back stretch. And my same guy that was on my team, my buddy Matt, we we're side by side down that long ass stretch. So we were we were racing the uh, the back half of the of the track, and we were going. If you're looking at the track from the pit lane, we we're going from like the right side to the left side along that back stretch. And in the uh, the quote unquote rental cars, that's a long ass straightaway for a cart that only does forty. Yeah, on time a good to second day. guess this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, huh? they're like, <laughs> and you just keep going. Anyways, I was on the inside, he was on the outside. I was right next to him, and I just looked at him like, "Who's gonna break first? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and exactly. uh, it was me. I broke first, and I made the turn, and he did not. And he went off the track. He just kind of like there was. It's almost that this that hairpin in the back. Mm-hmm. He just kept right on going off. Kind of like to the left. Yeah, you're taking a left. Yeah. Like from the control tower. Yes. Yep. yep. So yep. yeah, he just uh, kept right on going. Yeah, that's a pretty tight turn. If you yeah, absolutely late, 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 break it. 
He, uh, I late broke he, it, and he tried to later break it, and well, you it did get, not you work. Had the whole, did from he, the inside uh, line, you had the whole track width to help slow you down. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hamilton it. Yes, I totally Hamilton did. Or uh, Senna is also a guy. Ooh. Yeah, from back in the day. Rest in peace. He, he was that guy. I started uh, watching uh, Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. I'm like five episodes oh, that's that, in. That's that, the Formula One documentary? Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Is it uh, season one or the latest one? Uh, got like two I, or three I just started it. So, yeah, there's three seasons, yeah. but I haven't finished the first season yet. Okay. I think I watched some of the first one. Yeah, I'm like five episodes in. I don't know anything about it. What's it, what's, what's it about? Uh, it's just uh, like Formula One. No. They just follow, they follow a couple of teams. Like you get like inside oh, okay. of McLaren. No. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, McLaren, like Williams. In the, in the building. Uh, oh, nice. Really kind of interesting. It's a little more behind the scenes than you think it would be. Yeah. I need to wear my uh, McLaren shirt next time we record. Yeah, I think I'm a McLaren fan. And then the underdogs under that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I went to one F1 race at Coda. It was a pretty good experience. I want to go back again. Yeah, I was uh, maybe thinking about going. My friend asked me if he lives in Austin. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, man, you want to go this year? And I was like, uh, maybe. Yeah, let's maybe do it. If you got a place to stay, that saves you a couple bucks right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, offset the ticket. Well, I mean, uh, if, you buy, if you got to buy a ticket. I know a guy in Discord who um, he is co owner of some private garage there in Austin, and he'll do some uh, track days at Coda. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, man, if I end up going, should I just hit you up? And he's like, yeah, sure. I can't promise I can do anything for you, but I can tell you where to sit, and I'm, I may mm-hmm. or may not have passes, but yeah. Be a good time. I think the, that's usually in October, right? Mm, October, November. Yeah. I'll say it might be different because they've had some schedule mm. jumping around. But sure. Once they come over here and run the three races, the one in the U.S. and the two in South America, mm-hmm. they get usually it. run those back to back to back. So yeah, get it sorted out. That's so cool. they get out of here as fast as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> Nobody wants to hang around. Not in the U.S. F1, F1 what is that? Yeah. yeah. Sad when it doesn't even sell out. Right. How do you sell out the big facility? It is still a certain number of seats, though, on the in the stands, and I think that's what they have to cap it at, right? Well, now they just pay for those seats, then you get general admission. Where you just that's what NOLA was. Stand, mm-hmm. NOLA. Sit on the uh, sit on the grass. Yeah, you're right. They did that. Can when I, I was you can there. actually you can actually sit on the grass and see stuff there. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, on that back turn. Forget what number it is. Yeah, they got a couple of hills that overlook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, if you want to take a picture, you better bring a Tell pretty heavy duty. Yeah. You got to bring your thirty pounds for the camera gear. It was fun. I think when uh, live entertainment consisted of Bruno Mars and Britney Spears. Pretty sure. Hashtag free Britney. That's right. I'm gonna make sure that that makes the news. Her her mom is advocating for we'll her drop to, that in the notes. to pick a lawyer too. Yeah, that just came out when that was on the uh, the drive over. The information. I can recommend podcasts for you to listen to about Britney Spears. No. Is there a Britney Spears podcast? I'm sure there's a bunch. <laughs> I believe it. <clears throat> Anybody get into anything exciting this week? Not really. What'd you do for the fourth? Nothing. Neither did I. I went I went to a bar for a couple hours to hang out with, with Trevor, and then yeah. uh, I went home. Actually, we went to the uh, fireworks. Went, Ma- to Washington. went over to the Port Allen side. Oh, okay. How Washington. was that? It wasn't bad. It wasn't as hot and sticky as it has been in the past. Park the car, put the chairs out right behind it. Sure. Sit down, watch them. Yep. You see the ones that get up over the trees. But then I come home and watch uh, videos on uh, Facebook and YouTube of uh, Everybody else. the mass explosions and stuff. Oh, right. The people who like awesome. blow up U-Haul like the trucks. Whole, the yeah. U-Haul truck. The, the fireworks stand in El Paso. You see, oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, that one's pretty good. Wasn't it in like Los Angeles or somewhere? They, the police loaded up a semi-trailer 
full of fireworks yeah. and the bomb squad went out and that was a bomb squad truck that exploded yeah 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 they put it in that yeah and the hurt. i'm pretty sure they uh were thinking like oh yeah this is just like regular uh gunpowder and then no. uh, nope because not all gunpowder is the same uh speaking of my uh neighbor's uh car caught on fire sunday night oh nice crap what kind of car was it uh it was uh like a silverado or something oh that makes sense oh my gosh that's in the back by the fuel tank yeah, it's wow. like on fire. Yeah, fully engulfed. Fully. Mom said she would want to know what to expect on the podcast. Literally nothing when she calls. She's owned a few Subarus and a lot of station wagons. She can talk about her cars, like old station wagons with the with the way back seats. No, I had one of those with the way back seat. It was nineteen eighty seven Pontiac. I had oh, the, I'm talking about like a seventy seven. Well, I mean, did the best I could. I paid three hundred dollars for the car. Couldn't right. done yeah. lemons with that. Yeah, that was a cool ride with the third seat facing out the back. I'd like to pull down to the beach and listen to Sublime and hang out in the summer downtown mm-hmm. when, when that happened. Downtown was in Elk Rapids, Michigan, with a population of like 7,000 people. So that was you know, very small. I think your driveway is longer than the downtown strip <laughs> in Elk Rapids. Those were good times back in the summer of 99. Yeah, my uncle had uh, he had one of the station wagons in the late seventies, and he swung through and picked us up going down to grandparents down in Florida one year. Sure. Yeah, you're sitting in the back of that thing, looking out that back window, mm-hmm. and there's like foot and a half between you and that eighteen wheeler behind you on the interstate, and you're yep. thinking like, you know what, this might not even be painful. This is gonna be quick, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quick and easy. Yeah, absolutely. So they cool. give the trucker the air horn sign. Or yep. Yeah, tell your dad to move out of the way and get in the left lane, get in the right lane. Out of the left lane. That was a cool car. That had the crappy old 302 V8. I was tired. I'm pretty sure I had low compression on half the cylinders. It was a V8 from the late 80s. It probably made 150 horsepower. Maybe. Brandy. Yeah. But now you'd put that in gear and you could count to six before the drivetrain would catch up to it. (laughs) Click, click. Thunk. All right, we're going. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my uh, if you get the gas too soon, it's gonna bust the usual. No, because the torque converter hadn't even thought about torquing, <laughs> hadn't even because you could floor it in park, drop it into drive, wait with the engine still like <laughs> you know, a good 3200 rpm because that's about all it would rev to. Yeah, and then, my, my, my uh, <laughs> neon did that, and then it would take off, and then, and then it would just go. Brr. <laughs> so it was uh it's not even more like safety features for you though <laughs> probably probably save me from blowing the motor or dropping the transmission out the back of it a few times to get the neon to go i'd have to like the uh shift lever and just like cycle it through reverse neutral drive just <laughs> sit there and probably get cycle the it in the right spot uh, yeah see what can we have mom talk about mom's gonna come on and mom's gonna talk about subarus gardening and growing up in michigan that's where she grew up? Or is he yeah. talk about Mike Tate growing up in Michigan? Uh, well, I mean, we, I grew up in Michigan, too. We can talk about where we, you know, I grew up with her. She, Yeah, I mean, she had some cool stories from back in the day, like mom growing up and whatnot. Oh, she could talk about her first car that she had. I'm going to save it uh, and not tell you or ruin it for the listeners. I'll tell you guys right. after the show, but I don't want to ruin it. Ruin it. My, my grandfather worked for General Motors and retired from there. My dad worked for General Motors and retired from there. Um, I'm sure I have more family that worked and retired from General Motors. My dad's uncle worked and retired from Detroit Diesel. That's why it's the car capital of the world. Yep. It's in the family forever. I think my uncle, I think it was my uncle Clay, used to design all the interiors for pretty much any model of 
Buick and Cadillac from the 50s and 60s. Like, that's all him, like, top designer for, for all those. Mm-hmm. First or second in, in the list of, like, who's more important for designing the car. But, yeah, so, yeah, that's all we used to do, man. My uh, great uncle used um, – he drove one of the uh, Ford turbine cars for a while. Hmm. In the 70s? Uh, was it 70s or 60s? I think the turbine cars were late 60s, yeah, early I've, 60s. I have no idea. Yeah, he uh, – Drove that. He burned a few people's yards up. Like he drove them around on the street, drive them. I know. I know they just built a couple of them just to kind of test deals. Yeah, but he I'm was. Sure, but I know they got it like a car for real car to drive around. Yeah, he he was just a test driver for it, and then later he was a long haul driver. So today's my niece's birthday. No, oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday, niece! Yep, my name is Mary Jane. I sent her a video on Facebook. I think she's three, four, three or four. Mm-hmm. That's about the only thing. Send her a stuffed dog and she'll be happy. Maybe. I'm not sure what she likes to do. She's three, so. Yeah, probably nothing. Probably like me. Actually, I bet she has more fun than I do. Probably so. She yeah. Get, she gets to go to, to, to Meemaw's farm and feed the chickens and play in the garden and whatnot. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. My son will go up to the in-laws. They live in the country, yeah. in North Louisiana, and go up there and shoot and just burn stuff and yeah, I like burning stuff. I think really handy with a fire. That's <laughs> I, my neighbor Marshall when I lived in West Wego a few months back before I moved up here. He'll appreciate this. He had a cool fire pit in the back, mm-hmm. and he always had a stack of wood. It's like Marshall, hey man, we gonna we gonna we gonna build a fire today. We gonna have a fire tonight and barbecue some stuff. And uh, I'd always be tasked with starting the fire, and that would be my job. And uh, it would be the most exciting thing to happen to me all weekend is building a fire yeah my son likes to burn up stuff yeah do you have a fire pit in the backyard for him yeah we got like a little metal one. Oh, cool actually on the patio yeah i burned a uh, straw in it straw pine straw okay oh yeah, yeah when i clean the yard up i'm not sure what the neighbors think about that i mean you yeah. know depending on which way the wind blows because that stuff can get real smoky real quick oh yeah 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 absolutely i don't try to like put all the pine straw in it at one time right so I try to give it a little bit of breathing. Yeah, for but sure. It, uh, I'm going to have to talk to the neighbor behind me. I don't know if you notice, you know, we got like three huge pine trees behind us. Uh-huh. Uh, they're actually on the neighbor side of the fence. That middle one uh, got hit by lightning about two months ago. We were inside and it was just like a the flash and the bang at the same time to where you hear like it, like the ringing oh, wow. from the lightning. And it was kind of like everybody looks at each other and it's kind of like that was close. And so I went out the front door and like you smell pine. Right. Smell the sap burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was like close enough. Like I went up with flashlight in the attic, like looked around in the attic. I came out here in the shed that we were recording. AC was still running, but the lights were off. Huh. It tripped the lights are on, a, on its own breaker. Right. It tripped the light breaker, but the, the AC was still running. Huh. That was the only breaker trip. So, okay. Which was seemed very odd. So I turned it on, reset that breaker. Uh, the two lights over you came on, the back two. Uh, just came on half their LED, so just sure. like half lit up, just like pink. Yeah. yeah. And so those two were dead. So I was like, well, I got to get two new lights. Radio on top of the shelf in the corner back there. I went to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Hmm. It didn't do anything. Damn. It's not even plugged in on the light circuit. Right. They got casualty of that lightning EMP. strike. Yeah. I think a, a motion light outside. I think it may or may not have been a casualty. Yeah. It may just not have worked and you just didn't realize it. Yeah. I think it might have died around the same time, but sure. it is on the light circuit. Right. So. <laughs> I got another one to replace it. I was going to eat one time with my mom, uh, and it was storming outside. There was a lightning strike off in the distance, and all of a sudden the radio turned on. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the uh, EMF. They finally, they finally got here, huh? Yeah. EMF charged the capacitors up and just yeah. clicked the switch. 
That's yeah. what happened in Close Encounter. Yeah. The guy with the truck. Yeah. Got the crossing guard when the, they came around. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that, so. What? You, you haven't seen Close oh, Encounter? Oh, man. No. Wow, it's a classic. I've seen Jason X, though. Oh, do we need to talk about Fast and Furious 9, or do we need to just skip that? Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Spoilers won't bother me, because I probably won't see it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it up until four sure five? that's like the cutoff i agree yeah. when they're like south america or like brazil or something i forget yeah where. apparently right. they got really good after that sure right so here <laughs> here's what happened i would measure from what i've heard that's Rel- how uh, better relative to tokyo drift or not uh that's my favorite one that's what i'm know. saying that's a pretty solid how one. like are we talking like better in like uh cult sense and like campy or like better as in like actual actual we're not actual. jumping tanks are we uh either the tank probably. jumping something or somebody jumping a tank probably yeah i'm out yeah well <laughs> spoiler okay. alert First first off, if you haven't seen it and plan on it and it's a big deal, this is your fault because it's been out seven or eight days and I don't... (laughs) Seven or eight days. This is by the time... your chance. Exactly. (laughs) Holiday, a holiday in there too. (laughs) Right? You get an extra day off. Why didn't you go see it on Monday? COVID, everything's wide open. That's for sure. No excuses. (laughs) COVID's canceled. Yeah. First off, they go to outer space, okay? Which is dumb in of itself, okay? Then there's this... I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But there's like this artifact that they find or something, and Roman picks it up, and a bunch of dudes just like open fire on him with machine guns and shit, and bullets just like bounce off of him. And then he's like, guys, we need to talk about how like no one's able to kill us and we're invincible and everything. So I don't know. Apparently, they're superheroes now. So I'm just waiting for Fast 10 when it's the Fast and Furious family versus the Avengers. That's going to be my uh, prediction. I just hope the bullshit doesn't get too deep in here and mess up this gear. It's... uh, (laughs) The table's actually at a pretty good height. How did they even come up with that? I don't know. Who says, excellent idea? How many millions do you need? And they just start peeling millions off of the the roll out their pocket. I have no idea, but it's pretty ridiculous, and I don't like it, and I'm out. So they take the charger out of space, or what? I have no clue. I don't don't know. I don't even care. Is it like Salvage One, like the old uh, James Garner show? I don't even care. No, Andy Griffith. Take the name James Andy Griffith, the old salvage one is an early '80s TV show, and he had a scrapyard yard, and he built a space capsule. Like the capsule part was like the cement mixer tank that drum from, yeah. and they like shot the thing into outer space, like right out of a junkyard, like middle of the town. Sounds about the same, but with cars. And like yeah. uh, on Top Gear when they sent uh, what was it, Oliver to space? I don't remember that. Let's see them? No. Look the, it up. I have all of them. The last Top Gear I watched and really cared about was when they did the Africa special and Hammond drove a Subaru WRX through like Africa. It's like the sound of a moron approaching. That is a flat four engine, which heralds the imminent arrival of a complete moron or something like that. That's, that's me driving down the road. I don't even care. Make fun of me in my station wagon. Line them up, huh? That's right. Line up. Catch a lane. I don't care. Um, I was promised a drive and a ride in uh, Porsche Cayman sometime soon. Maybe at the next autocross event if I actually go or if I can't wait that long sooner rather than later. So I'm looking forward to that. That'd be neat. It will be because I've driven a 911 and then need to drive a Cayman and I need to figure out which one I want to get. But I think Cayman's easy mode. I agree. It's just going to be super cool with a clear engine bay cover and LED lights underneath it <laughs> and just light that shit up. I don't even fucking care. Can you get a, a whole clear engine lid? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly it. Sweet. And you get lights underneath it so it like turns on and well, glows. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then you get like a fancy intake manifold and runners and you paint those and 
Make it look all nice. Yeah. Let's put a big turbo on it. A big turbo on a Cayman. That a twin scroll. So it actually the party starts a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Look into that. Twin scroll on an H6. We'll see. <laughs> That's gonna be custom stuff, and I'm gonna need to talk to my tuner, Anthony J. Barry. He'll do it. Custom maybe. turbo setups right up your alley there. It is. Actually, I already have a turbo. There you go. For it, you know. I don't need to make a lot of boost. No. Yes, I do. I need to make a lot of boost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, I can't ruin the reliability of it. It's the whole point of having it. I think the, uh, yeah, I think the Cayman would be like, yeah. a little more practical, just daily driving versus just because you I get, do. you know, not necessarily a back seat per se, but you have more space behind the seats. Right. Yeah. You know, a little cargo not, area. Yeah. Yeah. Where the 911 is, you're pretty much right there. Yeah. You just have the the front front. One of the autocross guys, he had a uh, he retired from Dodge. He had a Viper. Then he got a uh, 911. No, oh, yeah, that was one. Of, that was one of the. Uh, asked him to let me drive it one time. There hadn't been too many cars I've asked to drive. That was one of them. The Viper or the 911. The 911. I think it was the second one he had. He had two of them. They got a blue one and a black one. Traded all of it for uh, Miata. Yeah. Sometimes you got like some kind of yeah five liter Cherokee Trailhawk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Track track hawk? Track. It's not that. It's not the track hawk. Okay. He's not that baller. Fair enough. So what, um, for the new season in autocross this year coming up after the summer break, what are your plans with the Volkswagen? I think I might actually break down and buy some tires. It's a start. Go back out there. How many miles are on up now? Uh, Like 60,000. Okay. 200, something like that. Oh, I was wrong on the uh, mileage on my car. Oh, you said 43 last time. You no, I said 14. 14. Oh, 14. It's actually 1,700. Oh, no. Yeah. She's going to wear it out at that rate. Yeah. 300 miles in a week. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. 300 miles in a week. Yeah, we'll go with that. So how long do you think, just from an an autocross standpoint idealistically how long do you think you'll keep running the volkswagen probably as long as i have it yeah you know, keep the... debating on whether to put a hitch on it put a little trailer a mm-hmm. little harbor freight trailer just for odds and ends around the house and stuff or tools and spare wheels and tires yeah i'll do that too i don't know what i'd replace it with mm-hmm. yeah because i don't want to i'm interested in buying a forty thousand dollar car no but that's where like the civic type r's and the golf r's and kind of that the next step up in the hot hatches are right i'm kind of curious to see what the next with the mark eights coming out and what they do with those do you think that if and when it gets replaced your plan would be to move up into a, a faster more uh i guess expensive uh class or keep it the same or, or would you just kind I'd of probably, probably stay in the street yeah. class yeah just the shocks and tires and well this is just easier to get your car inspected yeah yeah and just from observing tuned cars the volkswagen's kind of local i might throw a jb4 on it that kind of interests me a little bit but it's not legal for like the sth class because of the way it piggybacks okay uh piggyback's not legal you can flash it with a cob access port gotcha you can flash it with that or, mm-hmm. you know, the couple of the other systems, APR and Eurodyne or whatever. The JB4 one kind of interests me. The upside of, like, having, like, the access port, though, is, is you can get the transmission tune on it, the DSG tune. Oh, right. It's a wonky tune stop for mm-hmm. it with the transmission and the motor because it tries to keep it in the lowest, in the highest gear number with the lowest revs. Right. To get it done. And so you end up like at 35 with it in fifth or sixth, mm-hmm. lugging along at 1800 RPM. Oh. And but when you throw it in sport mode, 
Yeah. Which is just backing the shifter down, not even hitting buttons. It'll uh, immediately jump to like fourth gear and you're riding along at like 2,800 sure. or third, kind of where you'd be in a regular standard transmission. It's very close to what the Subaru five speed was. Okay. So when I get into that kind of situation around town, I just put it in the sport mode so it'll hold a gear and yeah. stop its lugging and knocking and carrying on. Yes. The last thing you want is to lug a motor. I mean, the small turbo, you know, I mean, yeah. it's a two liter turbo. Sure. So I, don't, I don't even know why they got it tuned like they do. <laughs> yeah. Why would they do that? I don't care if it gets 20 miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> the most like an accountants care more about what mile, gas mileage it gets than that. That's, I don't, well, yeah. that's not really a consideration when I'm shopping cars. No, absolutely not. Um, I had to put fuel in the Cayenne yesterday. It got to 22 gallons, stopped at $75. Like, that's eh, enough for now. Let's gonna let that go. I had the expedition, and uh, it doesn't take you long to figure out what pump's cut off at 50 and what one's cut off at 75 and which one's cut off at 100. Yeah, I was at Shell. This one cut off at 75. <clears throat> yep. Call it good. Yep. I'm like, all right, fair enough, whatever. Uh, Four-fifths of a tank. How big's the tank in there? Um, I don't know. The expedition I'm- I had was a 30-gallon tank. I'm pretty sure this was only 23, 24. And I filled it up just as often as I did the Subaru. Putting Super Unleaded in the Subaru, I was saving money. <laughs> right. Then find it, then putting the cheapest gas in it. When gas, you know, when the regular Unleaded got up to 320 somewhere around in there, I mean, it's $100, yeah. just a $100 bill for a fill-up. Yeah. Knowing that you're going to get 15 miles of the gallon with it, no matter what, how you drove it. Allegedly, is a 26.4-gallon tank. You could probably put 25 and a half in it. Probably. If you ran it down like the E and, like, oh. shit, this thing's about to run out of gas, you yep. probably put 25 and yep, a half that, in it. Yeah, that's where I was. I think the uh, the range said I had 12 miles to go. Let's try yeah, to... Yeah, the Miata's like 10 gallons. When I had that... Uh, that's all you need, man. Yeah. Versa for a rental car when mine was in the shop. Yeah. It was like, uh, it had like a 10 or 11 gallon tank in it. It was like $20 fill ups. And then it would go like almost 500 miles on a tank of gas. Then got like 40 miles to the gallon or something yeah. ridiculous. You know, so I'm like, I don't even, this doesn't even make me mad. The car, I wouldn't buy the car, but this part of it doesn't make me mad at all. <coughs> Bless you. There we go. All right. <clears throat> sorry. Sorry about that. Wow. That, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, that's still fucking... I don't know what's going on with my voice, but that was weird. I don't think new equipment will fix that. <laughs> There's no fixing that shit, dude. Uh, dude just responded to me. We you, you want him to call in or save it? Yeah. Call? What's what's the question? I think a call-in episode would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to talking to my mom. Tell him, tell him that he's going to be on the show with my mom, and he needs to have a good recipe to share with her. <laughs> he, he is in Miami, so... Yeah, that's fine. You're going to find something. Yep. Get a good recipe for a pulled pork sandwich or something. Cuban. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Watch well, seeing your mom's comments mm-hmm. on Facebook yep. for the last, I don't know, what, couple, three years or so. Mm-hmm. I think she's probably a lot like my mom mm-hmm. was playing soccer. Yeah. My mom was, the, was the, the mom that was running up and down the sideline, yelling and cheering. Uh, no, that's not my mom. She's not? Nope. No. No. Well, that was my mom. Yeah. And I played uh, fullback. So when the oh, other okay. offensive players were, when the ball was at the other goal, yeah. you know, they're all standing around. And they'd be like, who's that lady? Yeah. And they're like, that's my mom. That's my and mom. they'd be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. My mom got a, uh, in a tournament, you can't coach right. the players. You, you can't directly coach the players from the sideline. Like you can't say you need to run left or you need mm-hmm. to run right. Yeah. Get those instructions in a different way like tennis. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't get that memo. Oh, no. Did your mom get carded? Uh, the coach did. Oh, geez. And uh, the coach was like, <laughs> had a talk with her. And, I mean, because everybody told her, like, you need to settle down a little bit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> lady. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, I, you know, I, I didn't know. It's like, yeah, they'll uh, kind of serious about that. Oh, man. I never uh, 
Never, believe it or not, never played sports in high school. So I played baseball for a little bit when I was like in elementary school. I was on like a community team or whatever, however they do that. I did like basketball as a kid. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand the. I didn't understand the game. It didn't make sense. I mean, I mean, basketball makes sense to me, but I wasn't interested in basketball. Sure, I like playing basketball, like a PE and stuff. Yeah, I wasn't interested in being the best basketball player I could be. No, but I did that like in elementary school age. Mm-hmm. But played soccer up until all right, eighth, ninth grade. So second in state on the rec league team. What? Yeah, that's pretty Woo-woo. cool. Nice. I did uh, baseball for a while. Yeah. Middle school. Well, not middle school. From like third grade to fifth grade. Yeah. Yep. Think that, but the time that I played too. You all right? Yeah. Because <laughs> that phone's going to come through like crazy <laughs> loud. Yeah. <laughs> Spring reverb, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was never in town for the summers, so I never played organized baseball. Yeah. It was all over the place. It was good stuff, though, man. I dig it. Yeah. In the summers, one of my mom's side, Mama and Papa, they had a place that's lately been late. Mm-hmm. And so we'd go up there for about a month. My dad's side, his mom and dad, grandparents lived down in Florida on the Atlantic side, down in Jensen Beach. Stewart, Florida area, about 40 miles north of West Palm. They lived across the street from the beach down there on Hutchison Island, a little retirement community deal that always had something going on. Yeah. Good times as a kid. Yeah, for sure. I know. I was more into to fishing. Yeah. My grandpa always took me fishing in the summertime. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. How about the camp? Mm-hmm. It was on the water. I wasn't a big fisherman, but had a mini bike and go-kart and Sweet. shit like that. And yeah. you go back there now and look at a lot of those trees are still there. Mm-hmm. We used to drift that go-kart around. Yeah. Like, like we used to come through here telling people it was like, oh, it was like 12, 13. Mm-hmm. It's a two-seat cart. Me and my brother, he's about three or four years younger than me. We'd just come hauling ass down the, uh, the driveway and you just, just missed the tree. Like yeah. you had to go like to the left of the big pine tree. Then you come into the grove of them mm-hmm. and they had a like a loop through them. But if you caught the loop wrong, like the front wheel would catch a root. Mm-hmm. and spin you out but yeah but you have to drift right and make it all the way through and you just come out just go flying back out yeah when Mumble you go- had dogs and not had dogs at some time so if the gate was open if she did one of the times when she didn't have a dog mm-hmm. which wasn't very often if they left the gate open then we would just come hauling ass up the driveway and just right out onto the street and the thing just starsky and hutch driving that thing all around the public would be like y'all gotta stop hauling ass <laughs> out onto the street so you said you went back and you saw the trees that were still there and everything. You Do you look at it now and think, why the hell were we going so damn fast? I would tune that thing on the uh, street, mm-hmm. like set the mixture on it. Because we flew all airplanes too at the time. So sure. like setting the mixture on it was like, that was like a big deal. Yeah. But I would set it like wide open down the street. Right. The thing didn't idle for shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet not. <laughs> I mean, like it barely kept, barely stayed running. Mm-hmm. But wide open. I yeah. mean, it wasn't missing or anything. It was making full five horsepower. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and we uh, marked out a tenth of a mile mm-hmm. and would clock it. Yeah. And just come racing in at, like, at, not accelerating, but just yeah. at speed. Yeah. And clock it. And then we figured it's probably getting like 30, 35. That's pretty quick. Which, yeah. I mean, the backyard go-kart? Yeah. Not even like a racing go-kart, I mean, like a backyard go-kart. No helmets. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> helmets. You might wear the goggles yeah. if uh, the bugs were bad. Right. Maybe, <laughs> but you only knew that when you were like halfway down the street. Sure. And, it, and the brake is the brake and the drive is on that one wheel. It wasn't mm. even live axle. Right. It's just the one wheel accelerator. Yeah. I had one of those. Yeah. So uh, run it down the street, get to the end where we're going to turn around and just slam on the brake and cut the wheel. Mm-hmm. And so there was just all these crazy just one eighty marks oh, no. down there in the street. Like, <laughs> and it's like well, Mama's sister lived down there. It was in front of her house. Mm-hmm. And so like when Mama would go down there, it's like, oh, look at all these marks on the road. Now like, oh, yeah. got there. <laughs> when i was that. in middle school i had just turned 14 i think it was my 
neighbor's birthday. My stepdad and I loaded up my go-kart in the back of the truck, drove a couple miles down. We had a birth- it was a birthday party there. Like all mm-hmm. the kids and everything were there and whatnot. Bob was, was the kid. Uh, his name is Bob. He wanted to drive my go-kart. So I'm like, all right, that's, that's no problem. Let me ride your dirt bike. He's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'd never rode a dirt bike. I think the last time I rode anything was like a mini bike, like, you know, four years prior. So, I mean, I know how to like, you know, ish, right? Right. So we leave this farm. He had a farm farm, like, you know, raise cattle and everything. We leave this farm, go tearing up the road, make a right onto this dirt road. And I lay into it. You know, I shift all the gears. I'm in fifth gear. I'm on the power band. (laughs) This thing's like, (laughs) you know, wide open and shit. Well, the the road kind of goes downhill and makes a, a left-hand turn. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Well, nobody also told me that the brakes were not the ones that were on the handlebars, but they were a, a foot pedal down the back. So I grab a fistful of front brake. Right. And the back end of it swings around, and I lay it down and kind of like on top of me a little bit. So I roll out from underneath it. And all of a sudden, you hear this. My friend's coming up in the go-kart, because the go-kart's a lot slower than a dirt mm-hmm. bike. Dude flies over the crest of this hill, pretty sure he catches air, <laughs> lands it, runs me over, oh. and continues on down the hill. And I'm laying there, and I'm actually laughing my ass off. I have two black streaks across my legs, <laughs> and one in like my thigh and the other one in my calf. Uh-huh. I'm rolling laughing. He comes turn around, like he's throwing his hose like, oh my god, Mike, are you okay? And I was just sitting there, the dirt bikes like burning a hole in the ground because it's still running and uh-huh. everything. I thought it was the funniest thing in my entire life. <laughs> I got run over by my own go kart after I wrecked a dirt bike down dirt road. Right. So, those are good times, man. Mm-hmm. Can't do that now. I'd probably break something or oh. wouldn't be able to walk for a week or right. some shit. Yeah. Fracture a hip. Who knows? So you just 10 minutes in the rental car, you got to like take some aspirin. Yeah. Like your leg Next locks day you up. You feel it. Mm. Yeah. Your knee is all stiff and everything. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you're doing it every day, then it's not as bad. But Sure, if you're in shape for it. Yeah, makes sense. I did the uh, mountain bike thing for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, up in Baton Rouge, they got Comet Hills up there. They got some dirt bike, or mountain bike trails, rather. But I was having trouble with the clip pedals, with one pedal. And so I pulled off the trail, and it was kind of like up a little elevated part. So I stopped there. Left foot, the, the drop-off's to my right. Left foot's fine. The right foot was the one I was having trouble with. So I finally get it to click in, kind of scooch forward on the bike to get the roll down the hill. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't roll down the hill. It just kind of goes about six inches and stops. Oh, okay. And Bob already committed to it rolling down the hill, mm-hmm. which uh, means that I'll fall like, I don't know, like 110 degrees before I hit the ground. It wasn't even 90 degrees. It was like 110 because it drops off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in my late 30s. And so I'm laying out there in the middle of the trail. And uh, <laughs> it didn't hurt anything. But I'm laying there like a couple year old at the house. Yep late 30s Mm -hmm. i'm really i don't don't know what my commitment level is to this anyway i'm like i don't know if i need to get hurt back here (laughs) because i don't even know where i'm at in the trail to even call somebody to tell to come get me right because i can never because it where you start out it's like an l shape Mm -hmm. like it starts and you make a turn and i never knew i could never find stuff i just happened on stuff back there i'm like they have a couple of big drops and other features back there. And it was like, I don't know how to just arrive from the parking lot to the feature. Sure. I don't know how to get there. Did, did you, did you lay there and like time how long it took for somebody else to ride by or did you just get up and go? Uh, I got up and go, yeah. but I laid there for probably five minutes <laughs> and <laughs> you know, it was, um, <laughs> and talking to people, yeah. one of the co-workers, you know, that I worked with, he was like, 
he's like, oh, yeah, I pass by there every day going home. And uh, there's always an ambulance in the parking lot on Friday afternoon. Oh, geez. And another guy I worked with had a pen in his hand from wrecking his bike back there. Oh, no. And like in the wintertime, yeah, you would think you would hear somebody as loud as a mountain bike is. You would think you would hear somebody coming up riding it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if it well, in the summer, when everything's all the underbrush is all grown up and mm-hmm. all that, you might all of a sudden you'll just hear like on your left and then boom, the fast guys will just go blowing by you. And it's like, I didn't even know those people were there. Yeah. They don't even, they passed me like I hear on your left. I don't even have time to think my left. Right. Do I move left? Right. And then they're already going around me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, where do these people come from? <laughs> it's, I did a little race. It was like a time trial. Mm-hmm. And they were sending bikes every two minutes. Mm-hmm. I go and the, the guy behind me is like one of the fast guys. Mm-hmm. And my goal was for him to not catch me. That was my goal. <laughs> and, How far did you get? Uh, I beat him by like 30 seconds. Oh, geez. Oh, close. Close. He didn't pass me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Other people were coming in. They'd stop and, you know, and they'd be all off their bike and mm-hmm. like drinking water and hanging out and BS. Yeah. And the next guy would ride up. Sure. I'd get out and I'm like coasting off through the finish line and like pull over and park. And then here comes him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always have the fear that if I ever did rally racing, that's how it would be. Like, I just don't want the guy behind me to catch me. Right. Like, that's my goal. Yeah. But I think that's a little more forgiving, provided you don't run off the trail. And that's the thing, though, like with like rally racing, you can beat all the good people if you just don't wreck your shit mm-hmm. and just keep the car in one piece. Finishing counts for something. It absolutely does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you got to record a time. Yes. <laughs> hey, guys, I went to Snow Rally in uh, Atlanta, Michigan. Beat Travis Pastrana. <laughs> Really? By how much? I don't know. Dude never finished. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's I, had thir- I had a 13 minute on that three minute stage, but uh, he had a DNF. So That's right. And put me above him. <laughs> it's, always, it's always how you look at things, man. And you got a temperature expectations going in, too. So I, sure. did, I didn't go into this thing like, I'm going to win it. They were yeah. all like, they were looking at the, the bike that I bought. It's like a 2000 model bike mm-hmm. that I bought in like 2004. Mm-hmm. I heard that the mountain bike people are really snooty. I don't know. Um, I didn't interact with a lot of them. Yeah. I wasn't that interested in mountain biking. Clearly. <laughs> after, after that wreck, was that it for you? No. Uh, well, the very first start is they had like the little wellness check thing at mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And it's like my cholesterol was like borderline mm-hmm. high, not like medicine sure. or anything like that. But like, dude, you're at the top of the range. Just yeah. eat better, move around more, mm-hmm. and you'll probably be all right. So that was your move around more. Yeah, I went and bought a uh, uh, bike for Schwinn that weighed yeah. about like 500 pounds. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I told the guys at work, I was like, I got the, you know, it's like, you know, I went and bought a mountain bike. And they're like, oh, really? You need to come out to the Comey Trails and stuff. And yeah. There. And so yeah. like two weeks later, we're out there and I had a rack on the back of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, of course, they made fun of me for having a rack on it. I'm like, dude, a 12 pack of long necks fits on that rack. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. Know, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they have a feature out there at Comey called Newton's Drop. Mm-hmm. And there's like a ravine that runs through it. And you're coming down the side of that ravine. It's probably, I mean, the mountain bike, the big scheme of mountain bike stuff, this is nothing. But yeah. in Baton Rouge, sure. like a 10-foot drop is pretty yeah. substantial. Sure. So they're like, uh, it was one of those deals like, you go, no, you go, no, you go. And this is with two of the other guys I worked mm-hmm. with. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's like, you two jackasses, get out the way, I'll go. And, uh, <laughs> I don't even think I had a helmet. <laughs> I, I get up there and I'm like, this is a bad idea. Yep. And so I go over the uh, over the lip, and you could go around this thing. Sure. You didn't have to go through yeah. it. But the other side was the same thing, but going up mm-hmm. a little less shallow. Sure. I go down it, but there's a big ass root that mm-hmm. was all washed out mm-hmm. that uh, ran at like a 45 degree angle. Well, my front tire hit that, and it twisted the handlebars. <laughs> 
like they weren't tight enough. Yeah, yeah. And so that twisted on that and dumped me on my back. Oof. And fortunately, it was all leaves yeah. and stuff. And I didn't hit anything hard, but I slid on my back all the way to the bottom of this thing <laughs> and laid down there. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and they're like, dude, are you all right? I get up and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there was a bike slid yeah. down there with me, so I just got it up and straightened it out and rode it out. But I rode it for a little little while longer there. And then my dad and my brother, dad, he might still have it. He put it on his RV and rode it around and stuff, just put miles on it. Probably put a couple thousand miles on it. More miles than I have on the Miata. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. So those three jackasses talking into microphones. Sure. That's probably enough. Yep. All right. Until next time.